Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Yeah, it's a little rainy outside, so I thought we'd throw something on to make you feel like it's bright and sunny. Good morning, Georgia! Morning. And a good morning to you folks in South Fulton. That covers a whole lot of area. Yeah, that does. That's right. That's why I just did it that way. Okay. okay. Throw it on out there. All you folks out there in South Fulton. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Of, well, we're getting ready to talk about somebody. From that's why. That's why this ain't your average idiot you're dealing with here. <laughs> I, I threw that out for a reason. Also, want to remind you off the top before we get into this that uh, Sam and I are going to be returning to Saturdays, December seventeenth. Uh, I'll be talking about uh, right right now with these two hour shows. It's Sam and Greg with everything else because we're the opening act for a, a full day of football. But we give you some other stuff that we talk about, whether NASCAR to tennis to whatever is happening. Um, in sports. And that particular day, though, on the 17th, we'll be getting into bowl season. And the first one celebration bowl will be happening that day. So maybe Mr. John Grant will join us and uh, be part of the, the first Saturday back. But I want to put that on your radar for you again. December 17th, we will be rejoining you on Saturday mornings. How about that? There you go. Yep. Uh, listen, I don't want to talk too much here because I know we got some stuff we want to get to. Yeah, we want to get some somebody who's going to explain it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good little Desi Arnaz there. <laughs> we got some explaining to do. Lucy, you guys are explaining to do. We got some we got some explaining to do this morning, folks. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, the the uh, Georgia High School Association uh, state football playoffs moving to the semifinal round next Friday, and uh, some games that have been you know, would, would be ordinarily owned schools at their campuses are being moved to other locations for a reason. And we're going to get somebody whose game is being moved to tell us all about that. Uh, coach Daniel Williams, the coach uh, out at Langston Hughes High School, the Panthers uh, take on Rome this week, but not at Langston Hughes High School. Coach Williams, uh, good morning. and welcome. Morning, Coach. Welcome to Sports Radio hey, 929 Good morning, good morning. Hey, Thanks hey. Yes, sir. You said his name. Don't he got a nickname there? Go ahead. Well, no, that's your, that's your you, boy you, there. You let folks know. Well, I I understand, Coach, that your nickname is Boone. Yep, yep. Which makes sense. Is Daniel, first name, Daniel Boone there. Now, how long have you been called that? All my life. All <laughs> my life. Okay, okay. So it's Boone Williams. Now, that sounds like a wide receiver, though, don't it? Yeah, it does. Boone, Boone Williams. <laughs> Go ahead, Coach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I pay no attention to me. Yeah, coach, we, we, we woke oh, you up. Good. We, all good. We didn't wake you up early in the morning to, 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 to do that to you. But you already up, and you headed somewhere. Talk about what you're doing right now. Yeah, this morning, uh, my AD and I have to travel down to the semifinal meeting uh, at Mary Person High School with Georgia High School. All coaches and ADs are supposed to be in attendance at, uh, I think, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. I'm up early trying to get ready to go down there. Man, you got to go down to Middle Georgia uh, earlier on, on Sunday morning because a lot of people don't know this kind of thing that the coaches, as your team progresses and wins, you, you more there are more demands on your time away from your team, and um, yep. and, and everybody and everything else. It seemed like this morning. Yep, no question. Yep, but you guys have had a, 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 a fantastic season, and um, you played a game against Woodward Academy that had the South side just jumping Friday night, and you guys got a win. First of all, talk about getting that win. 
and what that meant to to your to your team. Hey, that was a monumental win for the season. It was the first time in a sense we went into a halftime we were tied, and I it was the first time my kids fought true adversity uh, for a half. Um, so we got to lock on those long faces. They wow. didn't know it was uncommon. But you end up getting that win, and uh, and you move yeah, on. Yeah, we just had to calm down and get back to us and realize what, what we did to get us where we were and back to the basics. And, you know, we kind of told them that you cut out the stupid penalties and uh, we were able to capitalize on some mistakes and get them off the field on third down and we got the points on the board. See, I would think that that's one of the hardest things as a coach to do when you talk about because we we watch it on the pro level all the time, most notably the Dallas Cowboys. But getting your team to play smarter to uh, to to eliminate the penalties that have built up, and you guys have had a, a, a wonderful season, as Sam has mentioned. But those little things, how tough is it for you to get through to your players when to, for them to realize it's those little things that get you the trophy at the end of the season? Uh, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's harder than others. Uh, but then sometimes we got teachable moments. Like that, those, that moment from Friday night, I'm going to use that the rest of the season. Okay. <laughs> and we still got to always find something to work on. Before that, it was special team. Before that, it was uh, it was uh, penalty. You know, it was just certain stuff that stick out and we work on and we find something to channel in and go off of and focus on this that for that week. And so his team does a great job at 13-0. and 0. Um, Langston Hughes is cruising. You guys have earned the right to play Rome uh, and to host Rome uh, in the semifinal round. But as it turns out, you won't get to play them at your place. Uh, your game is being moved. Uh, Milton's game against Mill Creek is being moved to the same location. Roswell's game against Gainesville is being moved all the way out to McEachern. If I'm Gainesville, I'm like, y'all going to pay for my gas? They might as well be playing a team down in South Georgia. I mean, that's a long ride, Coach, but talk about how this all thing came together. First of all, they have two games played in the same spot. Uh, so how it came together was um, uh, we knew Friday night that, you know, if it's a waiver that the opposing team must sign, from what I gather, and uh, we got a, 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 a inkling that they wouldn't sign it to kind of move it to a neutral site. <clears throat> um, so we went scrambling where we uh, there were because I think it's got to be six thousand for six a, and our, our school only holds forty eight, so that has to be six six thousand capacity. So you know, I said let's move it to Lakewood, and you know I talked to Dr. Kraft, our county AD, and he was okay with it. And uh, when we got <clears throat> when we got uh, on the phone, my AD and my county AD yesterday, we kind of solidified it. Um, last night, and we're going to – I mean, it's going to be finalized today we're going to have this meeting because that's the first time Rome and I will be in the table next to each other, and we'll – it's something we got to sign. Both coaches got to sign and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it, that's how it came about. We went and scrambling on where we could host it, and Lake would host 10,000, pretty big enough. Um, so, Kraft was – I think he was finding other locations for other schools, and he just decided to put both of them there. Folks, we're talking with Coach uh, Coach Boone Williams from Langston Hughes High School. They have a semifinal game against Rome that they're not going to have to get to play at their school. You guys passing up a gate here, Coach, and and, I, and, that, that, and that's the other part that, that I'm seeing here. I, I know 
GHSA has their requirement, and I haven't heard anybody using this in a long time to move anybody to to move to relocate because of seating capacity. And, and I have to figure if this was South Georgia school, they would have a fight on their hands because they won't they gonna they, they want that gate. But but you guys are doing this, and Mill Creek, you guys are gonna play at eight o'clock Friday night at Lakewood. Mill Creek and Milton are gonna play at five. And um, I mean, you guys are supposed to finalize this today, but GPB's got this out on their social media that this is happening. So, I, I mean, so you guys are eight. And it doesn't mean you're going to start at eight. It's just like you're putting yourself in the position of a Corky Kale or something like that. Their game goes to overtime. You starting later. You, you got to be good with that. I know. I know. And, I, and and we're very familiar with playing, with Lake, playing at Lakewood because we often play APS schools, and we've always had the 8 o'clock game. So we understand how to gauge and how to look at that and understand how it goes playing being the second game. No question about that. You got to be able to um, be fluent in that situation. That's what makes for the most that, – that's what makes for the better wins, though, too. When you act – you have to act like a Marine, whether it's making adjustments during the pandemic, which all programs had to do, or a situation like this, what Coach Williams is dealing with. Doesn't that victory, whether it's on the road or where your team goes through some adversity, one of those – another one of those teaching moments, but also a much sweeter win? <clears throat> yes, no question. I mean, you definitely enjoy those. Um, because, you, I mean, anytime you face with any adversity – or any any anything that got to put you in an uncomfortable situation, you appreciate it more on the other side. Um, I mean, it was you know they tried to knock us off our spot. They tried to move our location. Okay, we, you know what I'm saying we still victorious at the end of the day. That's the goal, and you want that Monday's practice to really and live in those moments of we fought through another adverse situation. Did you guys have one of those uh, moments or a couple of them during the season? Adverse situation. Yeah, yeah, just things that propelled you forward. I mean, you, the coaches, you got, you did everything you could do during the week, but something happened, uh, adversity, whether it's the weather or anything oh, else, that helped had. propel them forward to the season that you had. Yeah, no question. We've had a lot of adversity through the season, and and the kids have always responded really well to any adverse situation. That's fantastic, Coach. Yo, we, we, I'm sure you want to see your program take the next step. Two seasons ago, you make it to the quarterfinals. Last year, you made it all the way to the championship game, um, and, and a heartbreaker at the end, <clears throat> at the hand of Buford. This year, Buford's gone. Y'all still playing, um, and um, a lot of people feel like pound for pound, you guys may be the best team in the state. Do you guys listen to that, or do you tell your kids <laughs> don't read social media, stay away from that stuff? I, I, we bought into a philosophy a couple of years ago of going one and zero. No game is more important than the next game. You can't see the next game if you don't take care of the. If you can't see the last game, if you don't take care of the next game. So you know we often see it. Everybody talks about it, but in our program, I mean, we're on to Rome. It's, everything is on. Hundred percent about Rome. We got Eric Slaughter over here who wants, who wants, who wants to uh, chat with you for a minute, Coach. Go ahead, Eric. Well, Coach, I just wanted to say, you know, we do the Friday Night High School Scoreboard Show, and we have talked about your program on that show numerous times throughout this season. We did last season. I just want to tell, you know, any listener out there, if they want to see, you know, we keep using the word gate, 
You know, when you hear the word gate, you always think about a heavyweight boxing fight. The matchup this Friday night between your program, sir, and that Rome program has the making of a grand prize fight because Sam just looted. You're, you have one of the best offenses that I've ever seen on the high school level, and you got a defense coming in from the Rome Wolves that is, you know, extremely, extremely talented. This is the makings of – a game that could go down in Georgia high school history. I just want to congratulate you and your program, and I know you got a lot to look forward to and plan for that defense that's coming that you're going to see at Lakewood on Friday night. Yeah, I mean, I definitely appreciate it. I mean, our office, my offensive coordinator and my offensive guys have done a, 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 an amazing job this season. I mean, um, they always they, they go into the lab and they come out the lab with the finished product. And we execute, we practice during the week, and they execute, the kids execute, respond well, and they execute on Friday, uh, which is a great thing. I think that we are, um, this is, I mean, a lot of people don't realize this is our first year with our offensive coordinator, Andrew Cohen. This is year one for him. Well, you know what I'm saying? So, for, for the kids to respond and grasp the concepts that he wants to do so fast and so well, that, that speaks a lot about where the kids are. The kids are locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are going to continue to hold up the banner for South Fulton and, 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 and Southwest Atlanta because, uh, you know, Westlake went out this past week as well as, as, as Creekside. But, my goodness, talk about just what it means um, for the three of you guys there in that, that corner to accomplish what you've accomplished the last two seasons. Um, and, you you know, you know about it from the area. It's in your heart. But uh, you have to, you know, while there are other schools, you have to still look at them with a great sense of pride too. Oh yeah, I mean, what what going into last week, man? You have three schools that are all of twelve miles total apart, and that was that was monumental, man. I think that for us all to be in the quarterfinals was big. Last year, it was us in Creekside, you know, what I'm saying a couple of years ago, Westlake made it to the semis, so. <clears throat> The state has to notice what South Fulton has. I'm a product of Creekside High School, um, so we were always kind of in the mix of the playoffs. But to where we are now, you got Light Hughes, Westlake, and Creekside are all South Fulton County schools, um, and we are continually to put out good product when it comes to high school football. Yeah, We are always kind of in the mix of every game, you know, we always got a lot of high scores, not a lot. You know, defense is playing really well. It's great coaching down here. No question about that. Great players and great coaching. Greg, I don't know if you can hear the pride in this man. No, I can. I can. And if we had five more minutes with him, I got five more questions. <laughs> but we got, we, we've been told we've been told we got to run up against it, though. Uh, real quick, though, if you could, Coach, we asked this to a lot of the coaches that we have on here. We're going to make you the boss for the day, the commissioner, if you will. One change you'd like to see overall in the state of Georgia to high school football? No stadium capacity for the semifinal game. <laughs> that was easy. Okay. <laughs> and very understandable. Very understandable. Coach, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Always good catching up with you. Safe travels. You got this rain out there today. Thank you, so Coach. Safe travels down to Mary right. Persons. And uh, we'll see you Friday night. All right. All right, Coach. Coach Boone. I like that. Yeah. This should be Coach Boone. Going to switch gears and talk NBA. Atlanta Hawks up next. Terrell Thomas is going to join us. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. 
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all you guys for letting us be a part of your uh, Sunday mornings. We're going to continue doing that. We're also going to come back to you on uh, December 17th on Saturday mornings. So please be tuned in for that. Mr. Crenshaw, you know why you heard what you heard? Oh, why was that? Boy. This is, I mean, there are just few people who are, you mentioned the occupation, you mentioned the, the genre, and there's only one name associated with it. And there's very few of those. But when I mentioned karate and I mentioned martial arts, who's the name that comes to mind? Uh, Bruce Lee. He would have been 82 years old today. Wow. 82. And he's still that. I mean, yeah, he just, is. just he you. You can talk about your Jackie Chan's. You can talk about who's coming up, MMA, and all that other stuff. But there is just one name so associated with 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 that, and it's his. And he's still that dude. And you know who else is celebrating a birthday today? We played him not too long ago because, over, especially over Veterans Day. But Bruce Lee shared his birthday with Jimi Hendrix. Right. Jimi Hendrix yeah. would have been eighty today. Say that again. Jimi Hendrix would have been 80 years old today. Man. There you go. So just a few of the people celebrating a birthday on this uh, 27th day of November. But we got to bring our guest in here, and he ain't close to 80. No, he's not. He got, he got a young and he running around, and he's hoping, to, he's hoping to see his young and bring him some grandkids that he can play with when he's 80. How's that? Is that about right? That would be nice. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds great. And he'll be he'll be sitting on that pile of money he's made to sell in real estate and residentially. But Terrell Thomas, these urban times, joining us. Good morning, man. We haven't talked to you since Thanksgiving morning. How was your holiday with the family? Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, it was wonderful. It, it was a great day, and it, it, I kind of watched things unfold just as as we spoke about on uh, on Thursday morning. My son came down with his helmet, ready for the Bills game. See, and, uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we we had uh, a few family members come over and uh, you know just uh, share some time, share a meal. So it was a great day. Great day. Fantastic, fantastic, folks. Um, my goodness, we're talking the, the basketball. We're talking about the Hawks today. Uh, and the, the showdown with Miami, much anticipated. Uh, thoughts about that? Well, I, I, I know for sure our Hawks will need a win. You know, it, it, it wasn't a good showing uh, recently in, in Houston for our Atlanta Hawks. So I know the guys will be looking uh, in, in a, matinee day, a matinee game against a, a bit of rivalry, a southeast rival in, in the Heat. Team who's still kind of finding their footing as well. Um, but it, it should be an action-packed game. And, again, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, and I believe our Hawks know that uh, – they need to get a win today. It seems like some of the backcourt did, a, you know, was on just other areas of the team. You know, you, you want to see your backcourt do great things. Seems like they were on Friday. On is, a, is another word, I believe. Uh, excuse me. I, 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 it was 83 or 84 points, I believe, combined for the, uh, for Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. And somehow, we, you know, the Hawks still lost the game. So that did, you know, leave a lot of fans scratching their heads after the game when you looked at the, the stat sheet and seeing uh, what other guys were doing. I was a little disappointed in, in the play of the other guys, of the DeAndres, of the John Collins, guys who, which, you know, we know and they know we need to see them in double-figure scoring every night to just kind of take the pressure off of the backcourt. So, as you mentioned, the backcourt was phenomenal uh, and, and, and career night uh, uh, for DeJounte Murray, but still just wasn't, wasn't able to pick up the win. I'm, I'm quite sure those two gentlemen will give up their personal stats uh, to get it, to get another uh, win in the win column. Yeah, and I also think that there's something to be said for this time of year working on stuff, Sam. 
uh, and, and Terrell. Because, listen, Christmas Day is the jump-off point traditionally for these guys to start getting serious and get more focused than they have. So you work on some things right now. And you have the luxury, as you sit atop the division, to work on some things. I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but I, I think that there is nothing but more upside for this Atlanta Hawks team. Having said that, what do you make of this Miami team right now? They're looking up at 500, and this is a team that's you, you know traditionally deep into the playoffs. What, what are we to make of where they are right now? I think they're a team that, that uh, I don't want to say they're struggling, but I, I think they are still looking to find an identity. I've, I've, I've heard a lot of their players on the trade blocks right now, um, and they may even be looking to make a move to bring in Russell Westbrook uh, if some things can shape out. So I, I think Miami is kind of – they don't know what they want to do with this roster right now. Jimmy Butler's getting up there in age. Kyle Lowry's getting up there in age. <laughs> it's very interesting and where they go. But when you have somebody like Pat Riley at the helm, <laughs> you know, you never can count them out. Um, but I'm, I'm, I've been very surprised, though, thus far. But I will throw that grain of salt, as you mentioned. It is before still Christmas. So some teams just aren't putting everything, all their rabbits into the hat right now. And he could possibly be, be one of those teams. Yeah, 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 folks. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Terrell Thomas. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. What's about this segment of the Hawks' schedule and, and what they have coming up next? You know, they got, they got Miami and they got the Sixers. Um, and what do you look for with Orlando coming up, you know, as well, but thoughts about you know taking on taking on Philadelphia too. Yeah, they come home as you mentioned tonight, and then they're right back on the road for two games. That Philadelphia game, I'm not quite sure how that roster will look. We've seen uh, a lot of Philly starters, uh, uh, Maxi, Embiid, and Harden are still being out. I know Embiid and Harden are supposedly going to be out for at least another week, so that may they may give the Hawks a chance to kind of beat up on a on a struggling team right now in the 76 is struggling more so because of injury uh, than talent. And then the Miami, the, uh, excuse me, the Orlando Magic facing them on a roll. Very, very physical, tall, lengthy team. Their point guard is 6'6". Six, six, six. There's the small forward centers and power forwards are all about seven feet tall over there. So wow. two different challenges coming up, but um, it, it'll be interesting to see just after tonight, uh, what, are, what are Hawks are able to do in Philly against those Sixers? I got two areas I want to go to with Terrell. He said he's something he said that just got me spurred. So one was the Westbrook. You mentioned Russell Westbrook, and, and I'll get to that in a second. But, Sam, when you talk to NBA people, if you will, people who, who feel like they know the NBA better than the average person, and you bring up Miami, and you talk about this team, and they will eat through tree bark to let you know what kind of coach Eric Spolster is, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's been there for a minute, and he's done some things. But Terrell did something that was very telling, and I would do the same thing. And there's very few people who fall into this category, but when you think about crunch time with a team like Miami, did you hear what he said? He said, Pat Riley. Pat Riley, not Eric Spolstra, yeah. Pat, a Pat Riley-led team is not going to and then fill in the blank. We still go to this dude as the gold standard or the person who's going to put his fingerprint on a team when it needs to, you know, focus and, 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 and take it to that next level. Not Eric Spolstra. And I just found, I just found that telling. And I'm not coming, I'm getting mad at you because, again, uh, Terrell, I do the same thing. But it's amazing when you have this dude behind you. It reminds me of when Pop was sitting in the general manager's office and they had somebody else on the bench. 
and 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 I want to say Brian somebody was his name uh, before Pop can't bake down and got uh, on the side. Um, anyway, it just it was very telling when you said that that you still think in 2022 that if Miami gets to a certain point where they have some adversity, that that Pat Riley's going to come down and 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 sort of talk to the team and marshal them together. Well, I, I don't even necessarily think. Uh, I think I think it's something where I, I kind of look at Pat Riley, and I, I believe he's like the godfather. I believe he always absolutely in in play. So I don't I don't I don't believe just when things are going wrong. I think even now, as you mentioned, with them being at five hundred, he's watching. He's kind of seeing what rosters look like across the league. He's seeing you know some of the vets as we mentioned on on on, on his team if there's possibly an avenue for them to be traded. And when the time is right, I think he's going to make his move. Now, as you mentioned, uh, Coach Bo, Coach Bo is a phenomenal coach. But we just got to give respect to the man whose blueprint he's following, and that's the Godfather. You know, so he's not. Around. So, so I, he I, he gets no. Res- so that's my point. That no matter as long as he's with Miami, he won't get the respect that he may deserve for his coaching ability. Well, I think they do two different things. I think Pat Riley is more uh, is more uh, almost if you had uh, if they were running a restaurant. Coach Bo is the chef, and he's able to put any dishes together in which he wants. But Pat Pat Riley just knows where they're good to get the good pasta from and where the good to get get good good steaks from. So I, I don't necessarily think that, that Coach Riley has uh his game plan inserted on what Coach Bo is doing, but the overall culture of how how they conduct business, I do believe that's still all Pat Riley. I like that. I I, I like that analogy. I mean you, you get the guy what he needs. You make sure that, that that what's in place to give him the best chance, you know, for, for success. Well the word was culture. That well, you well, you well, come here, no, I think that's I and I, I agree with you. That's a great way you put it. But when you come to this particular team, there's a certain culture, and there are teams who are like that. You know, you come here. This is the way we play. Um, did you see what happened to Westbrook though? You see him take a father, and LeBron took care of him. He got his head cracked open. Blood was everywhere. Whoa. Y'all need to see this replay. They were playing. Um, uh, in fact, they were playing in San Antonio. And Russ went up in the middle there, and somebody whacked him, and he thought it was a hard foul. He went back at him. LeBron grabbed him from going at this dude. But while he was going at him, it was just trickling down his forehead onto his face. They put the towel on him. So, yeah, check out the, check out that replay. But do you, you do see um, Westbrook ending up somewhere else next year? I do. I, I, I actually see him possibly uh, ending up somewhere before the All-Star break or right, right around the trade deadline. I do. I just don't. I don't see. It seems like the Lakers are only beating up on the San Antonio Spurs. I believe they beat two two of their last three victories have come against the Spurs, uh, against all the rest of the teams in the league. The Lakers have have struggled, and that roster just isn't isn't going to get them a champion championship in which they believe they can get. And I I do believe Russ. I think I think he'll be going. I, I really I really see him in South Beach. Uh, before the All Star break, I don't know who they'll be sending back to LA. That 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 things may get interesting there. Maybe a three team trade, but yes, I, I don't see Russ uh, in the purple and gold for the remain for for the entirety of the 2022-2023 uh, season. And you mentioned LeBron, and LeBron is is back. We were thirty nine last night, thirty nine and eleven. Um, you know, and helping him to to get that win. He's not sustaining that every night, but he was able to give that to them last night. Yeah, and it's great. It's always great to see LeBron in the lineup. You know, he's been a phenomenal ambassador for the NBA, and it just doesn't feel the same when he's not in the lineup. We're not seeing highlights from LeBron or hearing about him doing something heroic on the court. Things just don't seem the same. So having him back in the lineup for the Lakers and Laker Nation, I know, is refreshing. Uh, but also, just as uh, basketball lovers, it's always great to have LeBron in, in the lineup. So it's definitely good to see him injury-free and back on the court. 
And speaking of LeBron James, one of the producers of Fantasy Football, which you can now get on Paramount Streaming, featuring yours truly and (laughs) a host of others. (laughs) Who else? Miles Garrett from Fox 5. He's in it. And so just check it out. Hey, listen, Terrell, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. and, And thank you as always, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, have a great week, gentlemen. Have a great one. All right, thanks, Terrell. I, oh, I forgot to ask him if he's oh. turned his son in, uh, to to Urkel yet. Oh no! You got to watch Urkel, right? That's the rite of passage. I say that also because of the people I already named. Terrell White is forty six years old today. Urkel is forty six years old today. Wow! Feel old, but. Folks, we're going to wrap things up, turn things over to a couple guys in the same fantasy, uh, the opening act for a long day of football. We're going to let you know what we have to offer for you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Order a drink. I was going to leave it to you. It's your home, boys. No, Sports Radio you, you picked this the up. Game. And 99thegame.com. Look, Christmas Blues by Randy Lewis. Uh, your home, folks, from Chicago. Bringing you back. Sam and Greg, glad you've been with us uh, <laughs> on this Sunday morning. And allowing us to be with you on this Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, you know, I heard this was your request, so I was letting you bring us back. And okay. you kept letting it go. I was going to yeah. drink minimum. So you I know, figured I'd just man. order me something, you know. A nice Gervasier or something like that there. And a okay. snifter. Okay. Uh, maybe so. <laughs> I'm looking out the window and seeing these clouds kind of move around, and, and yeah. the rain is supposed to be kind of blowing out of the area this morning. But hope uh, you know wherever you are, you travel safely. If you're moving around, if you're getting up, you still got to go to work. And of course, we always salute our you know folks who are first responders and people who have to work today. And if you're on your way to church services, thank you for letting us ride along with you this morning. Absolutely. And, and so, yeah. Talk to uh, Chief Brandon too. Mm-hmm. Chief Brandon Newsom. Well, he's not the full one. So he's like the lieutenant chief. Okay. Uh, he's he's second in command up there in Paulding County. Okay. And they got another job fair coming up, and it's going to be going on through February. And they're looking for folks in all areas of Paulding County's government, mm-hmm. and 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 first responders and all that. The fire department obviously is where he's at, but they they need a number of people up there. So we're going to try and get him on and tell us exactly what it is that they need up there in Paul. But we t- you know listen, I think that's across the board. With all the communities, need you know, need cops, need firemen, need you know, EMTs, all all across the board. Absolutely. And uh, you know, need. I I talk about. Um, in fact, I'm gonna drive you guys here just a second here. Hang on a second, Sam. Oh, there's something that just fell. I had to grab it. Okay. Um, even during my casting call, where I talk about going to Georgia.org and I walk you through where to find the help wanted on uh, on crews. The jobs that have opened up, and there's going to be a lot more openings, as is the case across the board. Once the calendar turns, right, okay. end end of December, you know, a lot of folks unfortunately are being asked to, you know, they're being thanked for their service and being told to move on and and don't know where to go. 
and this is an industry other than the what's going on behind the camera as far as just being on set and being an extra you don't have to have a skill set for that you don't have to have have done anything else you don't have to go out and get headshots and and get all pretty you just got to look like what they're looking for everybody in target everybody in, in Publix, you know everyday folks but if you have a job that you have a skill set that lends itself to being on one of the jobs on, on a crew there's gonna be some openings for you so that's another place too and by the way i got a full-blown casting call brand new one up on the 92.9thegame.com slash casting call. And the first one is from CL Casting, and it's the new Francis Ford Coppola movie. What I mean, everybody from Adam Driver, Forrest Whitaker, Lawrence Fishburne, John Voight, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Audra Plaza is in this. Dustin Hoffman is in this project. And they need, this week, core. How many times have we talked about the core actors, Sam, or extras? Yeah. The core for any project is the people who, wherever the actors work, if you will, those people who work in that office are the core. So you work a lot more. So if it's a detective movie and the guy goes back to the, you know, the, the, the precinct, all those workers are in multiple scenes. Hospital, you name the place, law firm. So this particular need is for NASA. They're putting together the crew of people who will be, I would imagine, at Johnson Space Center or someplace like that, that work at NASA, who will be in multiple scenes. So you're going to see that under CEO casting. I got some, Hilton casting, still doing Average Joe, multiple scenes. This is the back end of what is a slow couple weeks for the industry as far as extra work because of the holiday. It's going to ramp up next week. Um, but just right now, this is a perfect time to get into the database of these casting directors. Maybe get yourself a present for somebody. We talked about the unique presence of buying somebody a workshop, Sam, or a voiceover uh, class, putting their demo together. Those are all there on the website. So, again, if you're about that, looking for something unique, greg.clarksonodyssey.com. And, of course, the list is also up right now on Get Cast with Greg on Twitter. Fantastic, I, fantastic, I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm gonna shut up. Go no, ahead. no, no. Uh, uh, World Cup, World Cup is happening today, and uh, it's a, it, one uh, match is already gone final. Uh, Costa Rica is beating Japan one nil. A lot of people may see that as a bit of a bit of a surprise, considering that Japan was a winner uh, in the, earlier in, in in the competition. Next up is Belgium and Morocco. That's at eight o'clock, so that's in about fifteen minutes. Uh, we got Croatia against Canada at eleven, and at two o'clock, Spain and Germany. Interesting. Germany, always one of the t- top teams. Uh, they're going to run that head-to-head with the NFL. Um, hmm. You know, and uh, th- those games are going to be on FS1 today. But uh, Spain and Germany will be the 2 o'clock Eastern time uh, starter for, for World Cup if you want to watch a little football in the middle of your football, football. Uh, on this Sunday. And the Falcons, of course, taking on Washington. And, and I'm a little leery of this game. I'm a leery of this game because of who they're facing. Um, these guys have such a, a chip on their shoulders because of all of the minutiae they're having to play through, talking about the Washington team. And, right. you know, in spite of all that, six and five, how would you feel if you were playing on a team and no matter what you do, people are associating you with all the negativity? You know what I mean? I'll tell you who I would want to be on that team is along with everything that you just said and, and being Carson Wentz. Like, what happened to you, man? What, what, where you been? Ever since you went down with the Eagles and 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 what's his face, uh, Knowles had to go and get the chip for you guys with the Eagles, and you bounced around from Indy to here, and and now Tyler Haneke's taking your spot, Taylor Tyler Taylor Haneke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, where has he gone? And he got a whole big old contract too, given to him. 
It's true. That's true. But I tell you what they're most excited about, Chase Young. They got Chase yeah, Young back sure. today, and that's uh, Marcus Mario to look out. <laughs> yeah, well, good uh, thing know, he can run. He ain't standing back there like he, Matt Ryan. You know what I mean? Because this, this dude is uh, <laughs> is going to be out to do some damage today. And I think that's it. Falcons, if they can bottle up what they did last week against Chicago, is overall one of the best overall efforts of the season. Everything, special teams, offense, defense, had big moments. And, and it takes that for this team. It takes that for this team to succeed, and you got to do it minus Kyle Pitts, uh, who's on the shelf now for a while. So that's – that's the, the, the other side, what they have to deal with. You want to bring your running game, obviously, any kid can't hurt you if you keep them on the sideline and you got some long, sustained drives. That means getting some first downs. That means the O-line doing some great run blocking today. And so, to me, that's one of the keys if they're going to have a chance to get a win. Hey, Sam, I don't have it in front of me here, so will you? can you give the rundown of what we have? Here's what's coming up today. Wow, right in my what's ear. What, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. What's coming up today. First of all, Falcons Network pregame, uh, with uh, Goforth and LaBelle will be at Stats if you want to go out and hang out with those guys. Get a sandwich? Or you can get a get sandwich, get some wings or something. Or if you really want wings, Mike Bell is at Hooters Cumberland uh, yeah. from noon to 2. That's why I'm going to Hooters. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm going to. I may, I may just go through that <laughs> myself. For the wings. That's I'm right. going, going for the wings, strictly for the wings. Don't forget mm-hmm. that. Uh, I'm going to uh, put some air in my tires <laughs> on the way home. Too. Falcons, and, Falcons and Commanders. Pre-game's 11 o'clock. The kick is at 1 here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, our, our cousin station downstairs and around the corner, V103, is where the Hawks will be today with their pre-game at 4.30, tip-off at 5. That's Hawks in heat. And then later tonight here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, uh, the Packers and Eggles, uh, <laughs> 7, 7.30 and 8.30. They, uh, they, 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 honored, they honored our colleague this week up there. You, you Doug, was honored by the Eagles this week. So Did he? Great. Congratulations. Did he go up there? So he's up there yeah, now? Yeah, he's up there. I saw, oh. I saw a picture of him. He's, he's sporting the Central State shirt. You know, sporting the school product, HBCU. But uh, shout out to you. Congratulations to him. Hey, I forgot to mention there yeah. is a big need this upcoming week uh, for the NBC TV show Found Need Native Americans. Lots. Na- adults, uh, children, young folks, and babies. So you'll see the breakdown. Casting Taylor made um, doing this one. It's found on NBC, and they need Native Americans. So I want to make sure I mention that, too. And, of course, all of this is a holiday money. Um, the other thing is I, I kept waiting because I thought Eric was going to hit that thing because I got to get this nonsense out of the way that I'm sitting here holding on to of, of insignificant stuff that happened on this day before we talk to our two guys. Um, but there was, there was, oh, the show man, was... down. It's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed <laughs> with Sam and Greg. See, as I was just grasping for something, thinking I had another minute or so, this comes in. All right, on this day, did you know, <laughs> Sam, the first permit was given out. This is 1889. The first permit to drive a car through Central Park was handed out. No. To a... Detective John McClain. No, I don't know who it was. No, it was to no. a guy named Curtis Brady. But, yeah, you could drive through. First time. Happened on this day. Audiences. This is the first time recorded. Uh, 1911. Audiences throw vegetables at actors on stage. This was the first Whoa. time it was recorded in Broadway. Uh, I talked about 100K to watch an Army-Navy game earlier. Mm-hmm. It was a 21 to 20, uh, 21 each tie. On this day, 1924. 57,000, 57, 
8,000 people watched a high school football game. L.A. against Polytechnic. Whoa. Yep. Wow. Uh, seven to seven tie for that one. Babyface Nelson met his demise on this day. Uh, shootout with, um, was it Melvin Purvis, some FBI dudes? The FBI guy. Yeah, back in 1934. And the sixth Heisman Trophy was given out to a Michigan running back on this day, 1940. I say that because you might have known his son more than you know him. Think of CSI, NCI. Yep, yep. Harmon. Yeah, this was Tom Harmon, the Tom old Harmon. man. Yeah, yes, dad. The old man got the uh, Heisman Trophy on this date. And on this day, in 1973, the Senate confirmed Gerald Ford as the new vice president, which got me thinking, what the heck did Spiro Agnew do? If Nixon got to stick around, but Spiro Agnew had to leave between that first and second administration. He just first one out the door. He just, he, he's gone, man. Yeah. I forgot what he did. He, he he had some stuff, but he he, he, he split, man. <laughs> he just, okay. That was amazing. That was amazing time in this country. It, people forget about that, man. It was the dude, amazing. He time. switched vice presidents from his first administration to his second, yeah. and then he was gone a minute and a half afterwards. Yep, just uh, unbelievable. Talked about Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix uh, and uh, Jarrell White Urkel celebrating birthdays today. Would have been Chick Hearn's birthday today. Okay. Also would have been the seventy seventh birthday of Uncle Phil. Wow. Fresh Prince James Fresh Avery. Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine Bigelow beat out her ex-husband to win the uh, Best Director Award on this day for the Hurt Locker. Her birthday today, Caroline Kennedy. Caroline Kennedy celebrated the month of November for the Kennedy family. I mean, as you like to say, just damn. Yeah. I mean, Pop's gone on this day. Her brother celebrated a birthday. celebrated a birthday just a couple days ago. All in November and her birthday today. Mike Sosha, happy 64th birthday on this day. Happy 58th birthday to Robin Givens on this day. That's somebody you ain't heard from in a minute. Yeah, you haven't. And Troy, according to Troy Aikman, this guy has been, was, and continues to be, if he were playing, the strongest man the NFL ever saw. And that was Larry Allen, who turns 51 today. Guard for those uh, Cowboys teams that mm-hmm. uh, protected him. Anyway, there you have it. Insignificant information from today on this 27th day of November. Yeah. We got to bring in our guys right now. And and my question is, yeah. and, and I know he's one of the best producers that we have here at the station, but, you know, he does other shows. And I'm wondering these last few weeks, Abe, did you lose a bet? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, did, I mean, I have lost many bets. We can't hear his mic's not uh, popping there. I have lost many bets recently, but not in regards to working here at 92.9, no. No, no, uh, but this uh, Sundays, though, because normally, we, uh, you know, you're, obviously you're filling in for the guys when they're not here, and it's like, man, Abe don't get to sleep in on Sundays no more. He's been here. So I've, I've felt sorry for you. No, I mean, I would have had to come for Wade Ford, obviously, that follows uh, the fantasy show here. So I'm, I'm, I'm already All here, right. man. I'm just, you know. I'm, a little earlier. All mm-hmm. right. Well, that's, that's, the, that's a foxhole dude right there. Yeah, it is. That's what you want. So, Abe Gordon joining, uh, and I guess, I guess Brian is back. Yeah, he is. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good morning. Good yeah. to hear you guys on the way in this morning. Glad yeah. to be back here on a Sunday morning. Great so. to have you back here. You you were over in Athens yesterday. Yeah, good times. Governor yeah. Cup, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to see the win. It was an interesting first half, so I'm glad they kind of – Very much. That uh, end score wasn't quite exactly what happened in the game, so Tech gave them a, a couple of gifts there in the second half, but uh, – Kudos to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan for that win yesterday. That was a, a hell of a something. And that's my kind of one thing I'm bringing to the table today, Greg. We, uh, as a society, love to move on from people as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, – and I'll be um, – you know, I'm, I'm guilty of this. Two years ago, I think the entire country was ready for Jim Harbaugh to move on from Michigan. And 
go back to the NFL and he was flirting with all that. But luckily with them, he took a pay cut, stuck through it. He's now beat Ohio State back to back week, uh, back to back years, and Ryan Day is now one and two against Michigan. Yeah, he still that? better not show up in a playoffs and get annihilated by thirty. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's still that. There's still that. But he's Please. secured his job for the next five to. 50 years if he wants to stay at Michigan for that long. All and, those things I said in this house yesterday, because you know I am, I am living with somebody who – she couldn't sleep the night before. <laughs> we had a better night's sleep the night before our SATs than she had Friday night. I'm not kidding you, Sam. She could not sleep and was up early worried about this game. But I kept telling her the same thing. He's got the record over uh, Ryan Day. You know, he solidified things. And you're right. He caught hell those first few years. Remember, he was taking the kids in the offseason to, to Europe. First it was Rome, and then he went someplace else on mm-hmm. these school trips. And then he was losing to Ohio State. And, and yeah, you're right. He, he did everything finally. And he's a Michigan man. So that's the rope Sam and I talked about earlier that he got. You know, you don't let anybody else do this. What was that? What was that guy's name? Who was their, um, um, oh, Michigan coach for like four or five years? Uh, Schnellenbacher, is that right? No, uh, the no guy I'm ruining came, that one name. <laughs> the guy who came, that's how. No, that's, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy in Miami. Yeah. Yeah, Miami. Not Lloyd Carr. That's a bad, not, but you're right. He was there. It was. You oh, think it's Schimbeckler. You ain't talking about Yeah, that. yeah. No, that's way Both back. Schimbeckler, yeah. That's no. way back. Anyway, no. I combined two names there. <laughs> came in and said that the, the matchup against Ohio State wasn't that big of a game. It was just Ooh, another game. And man. he said that in his first press conference. So you don't do that. Man. And, Greg, real quickly here on the flip side, for all those Ohio State fans ready to run Ryan Day out of town, be careful what you wish for because he's still a really damn good coach and he's won a lot of football games for you. I know he's one and two against Michigan, but that's a really good football coach. Don't don't run him out of town, Columbus. Absolutely, absolutely. And it was we talked about a, a cartoon that took place yesterday of of in the in the green room for Fox. You. <laughs> Charles Woodson duct taping Urban Meyer to a chair, <laughs> as if to say, "You're not going to go down there and help them today." <laughs> so, Sam, take us out there, man. You guys have a big day. Anything particular you guys got coming out you want to make people aware of for kickoffs? Ooh, um, we'll talk about what to do with Justin Fields today okay. if he plays. All right, That's yeah, a good one. That's we'll talk a good about one. that amongst many other things. We'll recap Thursday a little bit. And uh, everybody's playing today. There's no buys. So uh, some important decisions to make as we head towards the fantasy playoffs. And no 930 games. Yeah, no 930 <laughs> games. So we got take, take your naps after the show. You know, do all that. All right. That's two dudes. Same fantasy that's coming up next. Uh, Eric Slaughter, exemplary work behind the glass. Thank you, Eric. See you Friday night since we got these games moving around. To, to be, uh, it's amazing. Uh, the high school football games. We'll be ready for those. And we'll get you caught up on those at High School Scoreboard Show. Uh, coming up Friday night after those games here on Sports Radio 929 the game. Greg, you have a great day. Have a great week, man. You too. And I'll do as well. Enjoy your game day Sunday. Thank you. Uh, here on Sports Radio 929 the game and 929thegame.com. And Greg, before you leave. Yes, sir. Voice jam. I didn't say park drive. I said through the park. Bruce Willis, Die Hard 3.